My point of view. After we finished cooking, June went to set the table and Byungkwan went to call everyone to come and sit down. I was about to start carrying the plates when Dongun came and told me to sit down. Dongun, no more lifting for you. Me, it's not even that heavy. Dongun, I don't care. I want you to take it easy. Now, please go sit down. I gave him a smirk and bowed. Yes, whatever you say, my loving husband. He laughed and kissed my forehead. We all sat down and enjoyed a more peaceful lunch and the topic of the baby came up again. June, when is your next appointment, see? Me, next week. I want to ask for an extra sonogram. I want to make a small scrapbook for the baby, just like I did one for Donnie. Chan, that's such a cute idea. Can I help? Me, of course. The baby's uncles and big brothers should each decorate a page or two. June, ah, oh, there's so much to prepare. Byungkwan, June, Hyung, don't go overboard. It's not even your baby. June, but this is the first baby with an ace. Chan will no longer be the baby of the group. Byungkwan, the baby isn't joining the group. If anything, he will be a choice. Dongun, my baby will be an honorary member of ACE. How dare you? We all laughed, and I was relieved that Dongun and Seyun had seemed to come to an understanding. Their air was no longer tense, and we were able to enjoy the rest of the day without incidents. That night, as we laid in bed, I slowly brought it up just to make sure. I didn't want Dongun to feel uncomfortable or doubtful anymore. Me. Dongun, are you and Seyun all right now? Dongun, yes, don't worry. I'm sorry I've been making you worry again. I was just startled and felt bad that I hadn't been keeping up with you and the baby since I was busy looking for a new house. Me, I appreciate you being such a wonderful husband and father. I thought it was partially my fault. I thought maybe I wasn't making you feel secure about my feelings for you. Dongun, oh, seriously, please forgive me. It was really something so silly. You already do so much for me. Now you're even carrying our child. Don't ever think that way. If you ever start lacking, you know I will tell you. I couldn't help but laugh out loud at his last comment. I playfully hit his arm and he brought me in for a long hug. Dongun, see, I love you sincerely. Me, hmm, I don't know, I kind of feel like you don't. Dongun, hey, what's that supposed to mean? He let me go and stared at me with a surprised expression. I smiled mischievously and he sighed. <sighs> what is it this time? I stared at him with a pouty face and he scoffed. <laughs> you could have just kissed me first. Why do you always scare me? Me. I have kissed you first plenty of times. I kissed you first when I realized who you were and the first time you spent the night here. And also, just then he leaned in and kissed me to shut me up. But he quickly pulled away. Dongun. Happy now? I shook my head no and pulled him in again. At my next appointment, Dongun and I arrived at the clinic and waited to be called inside. He had started studying about prenatal care and asked me all sorts of questions. I didn't know how to answer some of them, so I told him he should just ask the professional. We finally got called and entered the examination room. Dongun asked the doctor if it was possible to get another copy of the sonogram, and the doctor said that he would give us one. I was so happy that he had agreed, and he got us ready for the ultrasound. This was Dongun's first time accompanying me to the appointment, so he was asking all sorts of questions that I thought the doctor would grow annoyed and kick him out. I tried to get him to calm down, but luckily the doctor seemed to be amused by Dongun's enthusiasm. Doctor, it's nice to see the father be so enthusiastic about his baby. You chose well. Dongun smiled proudly, and when the doctor turned around, Dongun stuck out his tongue at me. I stuck mine out back at him when the doctor suddenly spoke. Doctor, this is strange. I started getting a bad feeling and looked over at Dongun, who also had a worried expression. Doctor, did you feel any discomfort lately? Me, no. Is, is everything okay? Is there something wrong? The doctor adjusted his glasses and cleared his throat. <clears throat> Let me run some tests. I'll be right back. He hurriedly left the room before we could ask any more questions. Me, Dongun, 
please tell me. I couldn't finish my sentences. Tears soon filled my eyes and a knot formed in my throat. Dongun quickly grabbed my hand and told me not to cry. He hasn't said anything yet. Don't get ahead of yourself. Let's just wait and see what he says. Just then a nurse came in and took a blood sample. She refused to answer any questions, claiming she didn't know anything and was just doing what she was told. I couldn't shake my anxious feeling and just knew that something was wrong. I started feeling weak as I usually did when I was about to get an anxiety attack. Why didn't I feel anything wrong sooner? Just then, a sharp pain went through my belly and I couldn't help but yell out in pain. Dongun grew more anxious and went out into the hall and called for the nurse. The nurse rushed in and started checking my vitals again. The pain kept coming and I felt like something was terribly wrong. The doctor came in soon after and I briefly noticed his startled expression as well as Dongun gasping right before I fainted. I opened my eyes and saw an unfamiliar ceiling. I felt like I had slept for days. I felt too weak to move and my mouth felt dry. I tried to call out for Dongun, but the words wouldn't come out. I tried to move my body, but even my fingers felt heavy. It felt like I was experiencing sleep paralysis as no matter what I did, I couldn't move or speak. I felt a tear fall and my breathing became agitated. What's wrong with me? What happened? What about the baby? I kept trying to move, but I just couldn't. Suddenly I heard voices. They were speaking quietly, but I was still able to recognize that they were the boys. I felt the heaviness lift and I was finally able to move my hand. Dongun. See, are you awake? He appeared within my line of vision with a worried expression and I felt his hand on my cheek. Me. The baby. It was all I managed to whisper. I already knew the answer, but I just didn't want to believe it. He tried to hold back his tears and just shook his head. I couldn't bear it and closed my eyes again. I tried to hold back my tears, but they wouldn't stop. Dongun. I'm so sorry, see. I should have taken bear care of you. Seyun. It's not anyone's fault. Jun, please don't blame anyone, especially yourselves. Chen, we'll get through this together. Byung-kwan, see, we're really sorry to you both. I took a deep breath and opened my eyes again. I couldn't see anyone except Dongun. I asked him to help me sit up. He hesitated, but eventually helped me up. I still felt really weak and my tummy felt weird, but I wanted to see them all. Me, what about Donnie? Dongun, he's in the lobby with Mr. Kim and Jaehyun. We didn't want him to get scared. Me, I felt like I've been asleep for a week. My body feels so heavy and weak. Dongun, see? You were out of it for almost a month. I turned to him, surprised and confused. Me, now's not the time for jokes, Dongun. Jun, he's not joking. We were really worried. Me, what? Why? Dongun, the doctor said your body went into shock after. He looked at the floor, not being able to finish, but I understood. I started tearing up again. Chan, Nuna, I brought you your favorite chocolates. The doctor said it was okay to eat just one. Here you go. He placed the bag next to me carefully. I knew he was trying to lighten up the mood and I was grateful for that, but my heart was just aching too much. How am I going to explain this to Donnie and my parents? Me, have you told anyone else about what happened? The boys said that they only told Mr. Kim and Jaehyun since they needed help with Donnie and the CEO since they needed to request time off. The CEO talked to my work about me needing some time off, too. I just nodded along as I spoke. I felt like my vision was getting hazy and I just couldn't stay focused. Me, I'm sorry, I just don't feel so well. Jun, ah, that's right, we should get going. Pyongkwan, we hope your body recovers soon so you can leave the hospital quickly. I smiled at them as they waved goodbye. Dongun, do you want to lay back down? Me, can you ask Mr. Kim, Jaehyun, and Donnie to come in? Dongun, are you sure? I nodded and he left the room. Within a few minutes, they entered the room carefully. Donnie, 
Mommy, I missed you. Are you okay now? Mr. Kim, Miss C, it's nice to see you awake. Jaehyun, here, Miss C, we brought you some porridge. Donnie climbed onto the bed to give me a hug as Jaehyun placed the porridge on the bedside table. They all looked worried and it made me feel guilty for causing so many people anguish. I gave Donnie the biggest hug I could and tried to keep myself together as he placed his hand on my tummy. I quickly put mine over his and told him to look at me. Me. Donnie, the baby isn't there anymore. He looked at me, confused. Donnie, what do you mean? Dongun, Donnie, let's talk about this later, okay? Me, it's okay. Donnie, the baby had to go back to heaven. Donnie, but why? He looked down at my belly and had the same sorrowful expression we all had. Me, it wasn't the right time for the baby to be here. Don't feel too sad. Maybe the baby will come back another time, okay? He simply nodded and laid down next to me. I kissed his forehead and snuggled him. Mr. Kim, Miss C, we hope you recover soon. We'll get going now. Jaehyun, Miss C, call us if you need anything. You know we do anything for you. I gave them a smile and nodded. They said goodbye to Dongun and called for Donnie. Me, Donnie, you should go home and get some rest. Don't worry, okay? Mommy was just tired, but I'll be home soon. Donnie, but I want to stay here with you. Me, but you have school. You have to be a good boy. He sulked and gave me one more hug. We said I love you to each other, and he gave Dongun a hug before leaving with Mr. Kim and Jaehyun. Dongun offered me the porridge. Even though I had been sleeping for almost a month, I didn't feel hungry. I just felt depressed. But he forced me to eat to regain my strength and be able to go back home. I ate in silence, and Dongun just sat at the foot of the bed, watching me eat, also not saying a word. We had moments where we didn't have to say anything to be able to communicate our feelings or thoughts. This seemed to be one of those moments. Things didn't feel awkward or tense. We both knew that this was something out of our control. Sometimes you go through hardships as well as successes. I firmly believe that things were meant to happen and that they happened for a reason. My heart ached, but I had to trust that this was something that was meant to happen for an unknown reason. I was simply hoping to find out the reason soon. After I finished eating, Dongun helped clear up the mess and came back to sit down with me. He placed his hand on mine and I felt warmth again. Dongun, see... I'm sorry about the baby. Me. Me too, but just wasn't meant to be right now. He looked at me as studying my face and trying to read my thoughts. Me. We'll be alright. He scooted closer and hugged me tightly. Don't. Yes, we'll be alright. As long as we love each other, we will always have our family. I buried my face in his shoulder and began crying. I had to cry it all out. I felt him patting my back and soon I felt sleepy again. He helped me lay back down. He pulled up a chair to sit next to the bed. I turned over to my side and held his hand. Me. The last thing I saw was his pained smile before falling asleep. A few months passed since losing our little angel. We did our best to accept it, but sometimes we just couldn't bear the pain and confusion of why it had to happen. There were even moments where we were afraid to touch each other. Things just didn't feel the same. The fans had expressed their heartbreak to the news as well and sent in letters to try and cheer us up. It helped to know that we had so much support, but nothing could really ease the pain and heartbreak. Even though it was within the first trimester, we had all been really excited about meeting the baby. I regularly went to get checked as I was paranoid that maybe I wouldn't be able to have any more children, but no matter how many tests I took, there didn't seem to be anything wrong with me. The doctor kept assuring me that I shouldn't worry as that would cause me too much stress and I wouldn't be able to get pregnant again. 
I tried to get back to normal and just focus on my usual routine. I had returned to work and the boys had begun preparing for a comeback, so we weren't spending as much time together. Donnie was finally adjusting more to school and had even made a few friends. He asked me to take him to a nearby park so he could meet up with them, and I agreed. I had finished my lesson plans for the day and had extra time to enjoy the nice weather. We walked over to the park and he quickly caught up with the other children. Their mothers waved hello at me as I bowed to them. I sat down on a nearby bench and just looked at them play. I soon became lost in thought and didn't realize someone sat down next to me. I felt someone nudge me and I jumped in response. Woman. Oh, I'm sorry I scared you. Are you all right? I nodded and gave an embarrassed smile. Woman. You're Donnie's mom, right? Me. Yes, and you are... Woman. Oh, I'm Kemi's mother, the little girl in the blue dress. Me. Oh, she's so cute. It's nice to meet you. Woman. You too. I noticed you when you came in. I'm sorry to bother you. I just wanted to make sure you were doing all right. We know what you recently went through. Me. Ah, yeah. Um, I'm all right. Woman. Don't feel bad. It has happened to someone close to me. It will take some time to heal, but blessings always find their way to good people. She patted my knee and gave me an apologetic smile. She asked for my contact info and offered to set up play dates for the kids when they didn't have school. I agreed and thanked her. She walked away and rejoined the other moms. I turned to see the kids playing and suddenly became emotional. I saw Donnie being so gentle with Yemi and acting like a big older brother to her. I need to stop being so emotional, but it's just so hard. I quickly dried my tears as Donnie came over. Donnie, Mommy, I'm hungry now. Can we go eat? Me, of course. What do you feel like eating? Donnie, hmm. Is there a McDonald's nearby? Me, hmm. Good question. Let me see what's close by. I began searching for nearby restaurants and saw there was a restaurant a few blocks away. I checked their menu and saw that they had sandwiches and personal pizzas. He agreed to try it out and we made our way over. After lunch, we headed back home. I told Donnie to take a bath and I went into my room to get my pajamas for when it was my turn. After I got out of the shower, I laid in bed and texted my mom. She had been worried and was upset about being so far during these difficult times, but I assured her I was beginning to feel a bit better. Life had to go on no matter what happened. I was about to fall into a deep sleep when I felt someone climb into bed. Without opening my eyes, I reached over and grabbed their hand. Dongun, you're not asleep yet? Me. I was about to, but I felt you lay down. Dongun, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. I scooted closer to him and hugged him tightly. Dongun, are you feeling okay? Did something happen? I shook my head, but I didn't want to let him go. I felt so emotional since we had been a little distance during these past few months. I was finally able to hug him without feeling guilty. He gently stroked my hair and I felt him kiss my forehead. I felt his soft breathing and heard his steady heartbeat. I thought back to the first night we had spent together when we had finally confessed to each other. The spark had reignited and I looked up at him. Dongun, what's wrong? Me, I just missed holding you. I'm sorry I pushed you away. Dongun, Ani, I understand you. We were both going through a difficult time. Don't apologize for needing your space. Me, why are you so perfect? He scoffed and then gently smiled down at me. Dongun, I'm not, but thank you for saying so. Me, you are to me. Dongun, do you... Do you want to try again? He stayed silent for a moment, just staring into my eyes intently. Dongun, of course I do. As long as you are comfortable, you can use me. I let out a laugh at his silly remark. We were beginning to act normal again. We laughed a bit more, joking around until we finally grew tired. A few more months passed by and the boys were preparing for their first comeback show. I was at work finishing up for the day when I began to feel a bit lightheaded. 
One of the trainees that was passing by the classroom noticed and poked his head inside and asked if I was all right. Me. Yes, I think I'm just tired. Trainee. I'll bring you some water, teacher. Before I could stop him, he ran off. I sat down at one of the desks and checked my phone. Dongwon had sent a text saying that he would be home late, and I decided to call Mr. Kim. Me. Mr. Kim, are you or Jaehyun busy right now? Mr. Kim. Jaehyun might be free right now. Is there something you need, Misty? Me. I don't feel so well, so I was worried about taking the bus home. If you guys are busy, I'll call a taxi. Mr. Kim. Nonsense. I'll tell Jaehyun to go right over. Your health is important. Do you want to stop by the hospital? Me. Dongwon said he'll be late tonight. I don't want Donnie to worry. I'll try to go another time. Mr. Kim. All right, please wait for Jaehyun in the lobby. We hung up as the trainee came back with the water bottle. Trainee, here you go, teacher. Are you sure you're okay? Me, I'll be fine. It must be because I didn't have much to eat today. What about you? Shouldn't you be in the practice room right now? Trainee, yes, I'll get going now. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. See you tomorrow. I waved goodbye to him. He was usually a shy kid during class, but he was very friendly. He was hoping to debut as the main dancer, so most of his free time he could be found in the practice room, which meant his studies weren't going so well. I offered to give him extra free lessons in the practice room, but he said he would feel too guilty getting extra help. I gathered the rest of my things and made my way to the lobby to wait for Jaehyun. At first, the other teachers and staff had tried to make me feel uncomfortable by talking about me, but they eventually came around to seeing I wasn't some crazy fanatic or gold digger. Of course, not everyone became my friend, but at least work was a bit more bearable. Most of the women had avoided me after I had gotten married, but after everyone found out about the incident, they were a bit more friendly. I wasn't particularly close to anyone at the agency, but one of the choreographers was always nice to me. He happened to be walking in as I sat down at one of the chairs. Minhyuk. Hey, Miss C. I looked up and smiled at him. Why are you just coming in now? Minhyuk. Uh, I had an appointment earlier that ran a little long. Are you done for the day? Me. Yes, I'm ready to go home and rest. Minhyuk. Oh, lucky you. Are you waiting for someone? Me. Yes, Jaehyun is giving me a ride today. Minhyuk. Don't you usually take the bus? Me. Yes, but I'm not feeling too well today. Minhyuk. Do you still feel bad about that? He had leaned in a little closer to whisper that last question. Me. No, I think it's just because I didn't get to eat lunch today. I'll be fine. Minhyuk. Oh, okay, good. Did you like the tea I gave you last time? Me. Yes, it was really good. It made me fall asleep right away. Minhyuk. I'm glad. I'll ask my wife to pick up some more for you. Me. Oh, you don't have to, but I really do want some. We both laughed and he said he had to get going before the trainees grew restless. Jaehyun arrived shortly after and we made our way home. Jaehyun. Miss C, are you sure you don't want to stop by the hospital? I can watch Donnie and wait for you. Me. Ugh, I really just want to rest. I promise I'll go soon. Jaehyun. Missy, please don't overexert yourself. You need to take good care of your health, or do you want me to tell Dongun? Me. No, he needs to stay focused. Today was just a little hectic, so I didn't get to eat. I'll be more careful. We arrived and Jaehyun got down with me. He insisted on coming up and helping me cook something for Donnie and I. I didn't have the energy to argue, so I agreed. Donnie was happy that Jaehyun was staying a while and said that he would help cook so I could rest on the couch for a while. I sat on the couch waiting for Donnie and Jaehyun to finish up and scrolled through my phone. Suddenly, I got a call from Seyun and I answered. Me. Hey, what's up? Seyun. See? Where are you? Me. I'm at home with Donnie and Jaehyun. Why? Is something wrong? Seyun. See? Have you seen anything strange today? Me. Seyun. You're really starting to scare me. Please tell me what's going on. 
Seyun paused for a moment and let out a sigh. There's some fake news that was released. Please don't worry. The company is already handling it. Just please promise us. You won't look at it. Please? My heart started pounding and I was feeling even more anxious. Suddenly, I felt even more lightheaded and I dropped my phone before I could respond. My vision went blurry and I blacked out.